number 120423, a rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Fathers. Help the church help others. Do you know someone who needs help but may be too modest to ask for it? You can give some help yourself, says St. Ambrose. But you can also alert the church and other organizations that have the resources to give more help. There are many kinds of generosity. Not only can we distribute and give away food to those who need it from our own daily supply so that they may sustain life, but we can also give advice and help to those who are ashamed to show their need openly as long as the common supplies of the needy are not exhausted. I am now speaking of one set over some office. If he is a priest or almoner, let him inform the bishop of them, and not withhold the name of any he knows to be in any need, or to have lost their wealth, and to be now reduced to want, especially if they have not fallen into this trouble owing to wastefulness in youth, but because of another's theft, or through loss of their inheritance from no fault of their own, so that they cannot now earn their daily bread. St. Ambrose on the Duties of the Clergy, 12.15 In God's presence, consider, do I see anyone in need around me that local Catholic charities might be able to help? Closing prayer, Father, help us to be aware of other Christian duties to give to our brothers and sisters from what you may have given us. Episode number two, Through the Years with Thomas Merton, to know ourselves. We cannot be ourselves unless we know ourselves, but self-knowledge is impossible when thoughtless and automatic activity keeps our souls in confusion. To know ourselves, it is not necessary to cease all activities in order to think about ourselves. That would be useless and would probably do most of us a great deal of harm. But we have to cut down our activity to the point where we can think calmly and reasonably about our actions. We cannot begin to know ourselves until we can see the reasons and the real reasons why we do the things we do, and we cannot be ourselves until our actions correspond to our intentions, and our intentions are appropriate to our own situation. But that is enough. It is not necessary that we succeed in everything. A man can be perfect and still reap no fruit from his work, and it may happen that a man who is able to accomplish very little is much more of a person than another who seems to accomplish very much. No man is an island. Episode number three, Magnificat, April 2023, volume 25, number one. Item number one, a reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verse 13 through 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Amamus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. 
And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped looking downcast. One of them, named Cleophas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus of the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people. How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the woman had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took the bread and the blessing broke it and gave it to them. With that their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Meditation of the day. Finding him in the breaking of the bread. The incarnation of the word. The ineffable mystery of the merciful love of God who so loved man that he became a flesh for salvation is in a way prolonged and extended through the ages and will be until the end of time by the Eucharist, the sacrament by means of which the incarnate word became himself our food. God was not content with giving us his only son once for all, willing him to take flesh in the womb of the virgin, flesh like ours, so that he might suffer and die for us on the cross, but he wished him to remain with us forever, perplexing his real presence and his sacrifice in the Eucharist. Aided by the gospel narrative, we can reconstruct and relive in our heart the sweet mysteries of the life of Jesus. 
Had we nothing but the Gospels, however, we would have only nostalgic memories. Jesus would no longer be with us, but only in heaven, at the right hand of the Father, having definitively left the earth on the day of his ascension. With what regret would think of the 39 years or the 33 years of our Savior's earthly life past centuries ago. Oh, how different the reality. The Eucharist makes the presence of Jesus with us a permanent one. In the consecrated host, we find the same Jesus whom Mary brought into the world, whom the shepherds found wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, whom Mary and Joseph nurtured and watched over as he grew before their eyes, the Jesus who called the apostle to follow him, who captivated and taught the multitudes, who performed the most startling miracles, who said he was the light and the life of the world, who forgave Magdalene and raised Lazarus from the dead, who, for the love of us, sweet blood, received the kiss of a traitor, was made one enormous wound and died on the cross, that same Jesus who rose again and appeared to the apostles, and in whose wounds Thomas put his finger, who ascended into heaven, who now is seated in the glory at the right hand of his Father, and who, in union with the Father, sends us the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, you are always with us, yesterday and today, and the same forever. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 8. Always the same in eternity, by the immutably and immutability of your divine person, always the same in time, by the sacrament of the Eucharist. Episode number 4. God's Little Instruction Book, number 1, 2, and 3, by Honor Books. Golden Nugget, number 1, inspired by Matthew, chapter 19, verses 26. You can accomplish more in one hour with God than one lifetime without Him. With God all things are possible. Golden Nugget, number 2, inspired by Matthew, Chapter 6, verses 34. The only preparation for tomorrow is the right use of today. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Golden Nugget, number 3, inspired by Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 14. When things go wrong, don't go wrong with them. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Episode number five, Chesterson Day by Day. You cannot admire will in general, because the essence of will is that it is particular. A brilliant anarchist like Mr. John Davidson felt an irritation against ordinary morality, and therefore he invokes will, will to anything. He only wants humanity to want something, but humanity does not want something. It wants ordinary mortality, or and morality for that matter. He rebels against the law and tells us to will something or anything, but we have willed something 
we have willed the law against which he rebels. Orthodoxy. Episode number six. Reflection. The wicked emperor Constantine had a virtuous daughter, the maiden Enthusia, a beautiful branch on a wicked tree. Despite all the pressure her father put on her to marry Athusa, remained adamant, for she was firmly attached with a sincere love to Christ the Lord. When her father died, Athusa distributed her entire estate to the poor, entered a monastery, and was tonsured a nun. As much a cause for astonishment as are the many noble men who have left the vanity of this world and followed the narrow path of Christ, the many women who have despised youth, riches, and the transitory attractions of this world for the love of Christ are twice as many uh, a cause for astonishment. The Lord himself said that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 19, verse 23. Difficult, yes, but not impossible. For him who despises himself, it is easy to despise the riches of the whole world. Episode number seven. Quotes by St. Francis Assisi. Remember that when you leave this earth, you can take nothing that you have received, but only what you have given. <laughs>